Hello and welcome to Pastors at Home, a chat with your pastors about living for Jesus when we can't meet up in real life. One take, unfiltered, lo-fi. Today joining me with today, today joining me today, as always. It is today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's the Hunts. (laughs) There's Mr. Jeff and Mrs. Liana Hunt. Hello. Yoo-hoo. Anybody home? (laughs) Your mum will be so proud. (laughs) Please tell me we're not keeping you I love you. <laughs> I think if you enjoy it, Liana, you hold on to that. Yeah, embrace. <laughs> um, how are we all going? Let's do a little Corona check-in, shall we, before we even get to our topic. Is the yoo-hoo indication that we're going cuckoo or <laughs> is it that you're so joyful? <laughs> uh, I do feel a little cuckoo. Um, corona has faded into the background. Our house has had infestations and infections <laughs> of children. I'm feeling really vulnerable right now. <laughs> in our house. In our house. Where am I sitting? There's, there is nothing alive left in our house except humans, I believe. Um, yes, we've had some skin infections. We've had some nits. My right arm, I've actually got a, um, a tension headache because I have spent so long knit combing. <laughs> My head's itchy. <laughs> Stop saying the word. Me and Jeff don't have it. We, we comb Darren hair because after you have done your children you your head is on fire you just feel like you're probably definitely have I it. love how much sharing we're doing I know, you know? straight off the bat <laughs> that's all I've got that's like forefront of my mind but it's so unfiltered yeah. guys the that last is week legit. has been yeah lots of cleaning and washing and but yeah. it's a good reminder for lots of people coronavirus isn't the main thing that's going on in their life and there you go other that's true. Things. Yeah. Infestations. <laughs> well, yeah. Overall kind of pandemics. Life difficulties. There the are house. still other yeah. life difficulties. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There sure are. Yeah. Mm. But apart from that, yeah, just chugging along. Okay. I'm starting to, you know, like now WA has this roadmap into oh, yeah. the different stages to reopening, which is mm. good, exciting. Helpful. Um, you feel like there's a map out of the valley? N- well, no, because like even seeing that is like good, but then like there's a whole new range of, I don't know if it's anxiety, but just like how does that work out? Like what does that mean? 20 people? Like can I fit 20 people in my living room? Okay, that doesn't meet the square meter rule and mm. what will that allow us to do? And just like the practicalities. Can I knock down this wall in my <laughs> rental to make my house bigger? <laughs> Yeah. Kim Harris, are you a long term yeah. <laughs> If we could just knock that one out, <laughs> get what a would lot that of do? people. Yeah, and also just the, um, you know, thinking about my calendar, my diary, getting back all of those things which have mm. been cancelled, feels stressful. Joy, joy, yeah. joy. <laughs> I'm actually getting that anxiety of like, oh, everything's coming back and I'm not ready, like. Yeah, I just feel like I need a bit of space to get my mind back. Wow, I need a bit of alone time before I'm ready for the Um, people. Yeah, because I haven't had, or I've had almost no moment of alone time for like over two months. Because Corona for you meant bringing more people, well, more constant, the usual people, but constantly in the house together, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, so yeah, I'm kind of, um, I mean, when I actually do see people, I love it. It's just the thought of like having something booked in is now a little bit stressful. <laughs> it's like you have to remember what day of the week <laughs> what it is now. A time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I have to be somewhere at a time. This is our. I have noticed actually because I am, if you know me well, um, not necessarily the most uh, naturally punctual person in the world, and I've never um, noticed. But 
<laughs> and I will forget things if my phone doesn't beep an alarm and remind me. Mm-hmm. And so and that's so that's how I live. If we have a meeting, it's in my phone, mm-hmm. it's got an alarm. Usually two alerts, a couple hours before and then mm-hmm. maybe fifteen minutes before. Mm-hmm. I haven't been doing that for like six weeks. Mm. I haven't been putting any alerts yep. on my phone because my phone beeps at me <laughs> enough. I don't want to add <laughs> I don't want to add anything onto it. But yeah, also I don't have things booked in the same way. Mm. Um, it's kind of liberating. Just to c- completely you just live a little bit. Tail. I'm just living. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different style of painting. It's definitely not paint by numbers. This is just like throwing it on the canvas. <laughs> so you're feeling how about? Hmm. Oh, I don't even care about any of that really. Um, I'm just feeling joyful at the moment because mm. I've, I, I th- we talked a few weeks ago, or like we talked sometime in the past, about mm. my energy levels dropping mm. because I haven't seen people. Mm. But this weekend I've seen three little collections of people mm. and I just woke up this morning feeling energised and I was like, yeah, wow, why nice. do I feel so great? Yeah. And it took me a little while to realise, oh, I think I feel I've seen some people yeah, in yeah. 3D. Yeah. I mean, you guys are great. So like uh, once a week yeah. it's awesome to yeah. see you. But what a week, chop liver. <laughs> These uh, podcasts are going to be like a time capsule of the emotional experience (laughs) (laughs) of going through Mm -hmm. the pandemic. But I think it shows how needy I am because I don't just need like one or two people. I need lots Mm, of little clusters. That wasn't enough. Yeah. 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 Like drizzled Mm. throughout the... Sounds fun. Throughout my life. Yep. And, you know, there was also waffles in my life this weekend. Mm. So... Oh, we did not have waffles this Saturday. That's a shame. Did not. How did you know it was Saturday? Yeah, I don't know what happened on Saturday. I do. We had Granddad's hundredth yeah. birthday walk. I past watched your Insta story. At the nursing home. I stalked and you. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get there. Our car battery was flat. So that must mean you don't good. drive your car for six weeks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we got there in the end. Turns it out that thing good. that your grandfather used to say to you: make sure you turn your car over. Yeah, yeah. So I take that's it for a good long run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's legit. Yeah, no runs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, Corona check-in. Yeah, we're 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 doing okay. There's yep. a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I think that's true. Mm. Yeah, but it is good to uh, continue to figure out. I feel like the emotions change, so it's mm. good. It is good to check mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and good to remember. People will be coming out of it in different places. Yeah, like yeah. some people will be coming out like with high and lifting up energy, and some people will be coming out lot. Not that we're out out but you know into this kind of like staged process some people Mm. will be going out with some anxiety and um not really yeah ready for life to start back Mm. up again yeah yeah and we're all changed suddenly i think meeting up with three people is like (laughs) one thousand people (laughs) worth of energy (laughs) like yeah we've been shaped (laughs) in molded here you're just drawing the life force out of everyone <laughs> around know. you. But I'm giving them waffles, so it makes up for it. And totally germ, fair deal. The germ phobia might stick with some people more than others. That like, is true. Mm. You know, even though some people will be like, hug time. Just like, give yeah. me as much human contact as possible. Yeah. Other people might be like, Don't ever whoa, touch whoa, whoa, me again. Yeah. Look, shout Don't out touch to Liz kids, Dale, who I'm did saying. say with all love the other day, she's like, look, even when Corona finishes... You still don't need to give me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. I know you love me. <laughs> this is my opportunity to say I do not need your hugs. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, mm. we're not just going to talk about Corona mm-hmm. today. Um, we're going to talk about significant Bible verses mm. that have impacted our lives. Mm-hmm. So, What should we call that? Um, significant sim- Bible verses that have impacted our lives. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> idea, Jeff. That's catchy. Yeah, it really <laughs> it's is. It's not clunky at all. Oh, yes. Yeah, easy to remember. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Liana. Power versus. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> now she's going to turn power into an acronym. Let's let's quickly roll this on. Um, <laughs> have you heard a story <laughs> of when everything revealed versus? <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, shame this is uncut. Um, what about? <laughs> um, have you got a significant power verse? Yeah. Well, uh, should I give a little bit of backstory to this? I'd mm. love a backstory. Um, so I don't know. Some people may know. Most people probably haven't met um, Bishop Tony Nichols, who went to be with the Lord last year. Um, and when Jeff and I started at Trinity Theological College, um, <laughs> I always get. I feel like you need to specify that over the boys' school, <laughs> um, he was teaching some subjects there and um, he would quite often go back to his conversion and God's kind of intervention in his life with the Lord Jesus and he would always go back to his verse, which was Ephesians 2.4 and talk about, but because of his great love for us, God, and he would always talk about, what would he say, like, the most powerful word in the bible or something like that mm. or, but god um that you know that that kind of changed everything and he would go back to it quite frequently and i often thought oh same thing every time like don't you have anything else <laughs> sorry to every wise older person <laughs> i've always judged she's about to repent though i can feel it it's okay <laughs> uh, um but and you know he did talk about other bible verses obviously but i was just thinking about that the other day that you know, he always went back to that verse because that kind of encapsulated his conversion experience. And yeah. it was the verse from God's word that kind of obviously deeply impacted him in a life-changing way. And I thought, oh, maybe we should talk about, you know, verses which have changed us at various points. It could be a conversion verse or it could be just a significant moment in your Christian journey. That was like a catalyst. Yeah, there was like a catalyst for change or that kind of crystallised something for you about your life, mm. about life in the Lord Jesus, about the Christian faith that, you know, changed things going forward or changed you. I guess just thinking about, you know, times that God's word has like deeply impacted your heart and your life. That's a great topic. Mm. Have you got a such verse? I do have significant such verses. Verse, a, power verse. a power verse. <laughs> a power verse. I feel like that lifts up the expectation way too high. <laughs> I feel like there's a whole kind of like, um, you know, international ministry that could <laughs> spawn out. Definitely of this a line at Kurong. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. The power verse series. Yeah. What would it? What sort of merch would you get with power verses? Mugs. Definitely a mug. <laughs> Start with mugs. <laughs> mugs, posters. Yeah. Definitely posters. Sunset posters. Would it just say power or would it have different power verses on there? I think power verses would be like the range, but then you would have actual verses. Oh, I'd hope so. Yeah. What actual verse would you put on your Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Mug? Well, I was thinking the first one that really obviously came to mind for me was um, like I grew up in a Christian family and I think it would be fair to say that I've always trusted Jesus but there's been different points along the way which you know different um, things have crystallized for me so when I was a child I remember understanding what it meant to be forgiven like that I was a sinner and that Jesus died for my forgiveness and as a teenager I remember one Easter feeling like really understanding the truth of the resurrection and 
you know, new life. Um, but when I finished school and was starting uni, that was kind of, you know, a new phase for me, as it is for lots of us, I suppose. Um, and I guess as I was finishing school and spending a lot of time on my own studying for the TE, as it was then, um, <laughs> and sometimes... The increasingly <laughs> changed name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And sometimes you need to have some procrastination philosophizing <laughs> in your room <laughs> as you're doing some procrastination typing. Very important, yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> important to reflect on the meaning of life when applicable maths is just getting a bit much. Didn't do that well in that applicable exam, actually, probably. <laughs> Should have delayed the meaning of life a bit. Um, as I finished school, I guess I realised that, like, achievement and success you know, at sc- were kind of my main drivers at school. And because, you know, TE is kind of so much of your life at the time, it kind of felt like that was life. Jeff's sm- laughing at me. <laughs> no. Liana. <laughs> <laughs> I can hardly believe this is true, but go on. Um, and I guess, uh, uh, you know, I knew that Jesus was my saviour, but I hadn't really grappled with what it meant for him to be Lord over me and over the whole world and how that would actually kind of direct my life. And I guess, you know, I was kind of thinking about that as you're kind of working out what to do when you finish school and, you know, I'd chosen uni courses and blah, blah, blah. And as I was finishing school, I was kind of thinking, yeah, well, what does it mean for Jesus to be my Lord and how would that change the way my life is going and should that be changing my decision-making process here? So I guess that was kind of my frame of mind. As I was coming to uni, I was thinking, you know, I need to dig into this and kind of get serious about this in my own way <laughs> to like be a success of this question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make a success of this question. Um so you guys feel free the to The build up to this first. <laughs> I know. This is a very long drum roll. Tell me this first. <laughs> oh, sorry. Desperate no, no, no. You just no, reveal it as I you... I am on the edge of my seat. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. I'm still... But I'm really understanding the power connection going. now. The drivenness of you is coming out. <laughs> this is great. You have to drop that once you have kids. Um, <laughs> otherwise, life's too disappointing. Um so I guess when I arrived at uni, Christian Union really met me at the right moment um, because I was ready to dig into the Bible because I really wanted to know. And I had been very well taught from the Bible growing up from my parents and I went to a great church, shout out Roger Mori, our pastor, and had great youth leaders, Matt and Rachel Brain, who um, taught us how to read the Bible with the Bible overview. Um, but I guess I was really ready to... Um, dig into the Bible for myself and think about it. And so, you know, see you first year Bible study and mid-year conference, like I was ready for it. Do you remember what the topic was that first year mid-year conference? Uh, guidance and the voice of God. There you go. Yeah. I don't know that I remember anything specific from that NYC though, strangely. I was feeling quite scared about it. This is a side yeah. <laughs> line. Before I went, I guess I, I was talking to my dad and I was like, what if they teach me something wrong? Like, what mm. if I'm there and how will I know if I'm being taught the wrong thing? <laughs> My dad's like, if they take you into a room with no <laughs> windows <laughs> and they won't let you out, then you might be able to cult me. <laughs> That was my dad being funny. Um, <laughs> and I was like, dad, But yet practical. That's so unhelpful. I took that to mean that he didn't think that was going to happen and that it would all be okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Usually they return from MIC. <laughs> we don't lose people. Uh, anyway, I don't know why I was talking about that. <laughs> That's funny because I, I remember going to my first MIC yeah. and I was, I'd not long become a Christian mm. and not long, start, I've been to a Bible study for maybe a couple of months yeah. and I was, I, w- I did not know what was going on. Yeah. I was just like, and then they, they didn't even let us use our Bibles. They just gave what? us the text with no verses. Dodgerama. And I was like. Did they have windows? <laughs> we're outside of the sunshine. Um, it was like, but I've just been thinking, what have I come on? This is a weird Christian yeah. camp slash yeah. English literary society where we're yeah. like just <laughs> reading. I was like, am I in yeah. English comprehension? Like yeah, what's yeah, happening? Yeah. And that first um, seminar where they break you down by making you look up a thousand verses on the same yeah. like, topic and, or word. And me being a new Christian, I was just like having to flip to the contents page every like every 10 seconds. But I was very slow. If you're slow. already a Christian, it's just like demoralizing because you're like, I thought I knew any part of the Bible, but it turns out I don't know a single thing from this Bible thing. And I'm just, I'm broken down <laughs> now. I'm ready. Take me to the windowless room. <laughs> These are happy memories though, They're right? Memories. <laughs> it was a Different great time. NYCs, but it was a great experience. time, yeah. No, no, no. But anyway, by the end of that NYC, it built me back up and I loved the what we did. Oh, I just totally. didn't understand it yeah. at first. Life so. changing. Loved every single one. Mm. No disrespect to look up the contents page. I still do that. I'm like, this is the fastest way to find yeah, exactly. books. I don't know <laughs> which page number they are. Sometimes you can't remember where Haggai no, is. Exactly. It's just like, come on, there's a number here. Um, so anyway, all met me at the right moment. I think in first year we were doing, at that time, Galatians, those Bible studies. Um, so you really, we were really digging into the gospel. And... Galatians 2.20 kind of became my verse of the year, oh. uh, which is... Is this the power verse? This is my power verse. And I do remember that... It must have been a long phase for me because I do remember that I had this verse in my speech at my 21st. Oh. Um, you said it yourself or someone else said it? I did. Okay. Um, obviously, in my declaration of faith at my 21st, that's normal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Different from my 21st, but um, keep going. We didn't know each no. other then. <laughs> Uh, which is, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Um, That's 20 and 21 actually, isn't it? Not 20. Um, And I guess that really summarised for me kind of my new understanding that which obviously took a couple of years to develop, that I needed to die to myself and my ambitions and my achievements and all kind of the pride that is wrapped up in that, like kind of my identity, I suppose, and be shaped by my faith in Jesus who loved me and gave himself for me. So I could That's entrust my life to him and, you know, that changed everything. And did you think that was like a sudden boom thunderclap change or was that more like a slow seeping rain kind of um, the ground drinking it up type change? Yeah, slow seeping rain. I was like... I was ready for it, but I guess it took a while to kind of get that understanding. But then it took time to also make decisions that acted on that. So at some point, I don't even know when this was, maybe third year. So that like I had started at uni in like a double degree, arts law, and, you know, loved that even though it was quite challenging. Um but I didn't really have a reason for wanting to do that except that I'd done quite well at school and it seemed like the obvious thing um, apart from medicine and you had to do the UMAT, so ob's too hard. 
<laughs> and blood as well. Oh, like, yeah. Also, like, humanities. Yeah. That was more my deal. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, actually, like, do I want to put that much of myself into something? Not really. If I'm going to put another four years of study into something, I think I'd like it to be, you know, going to Bible college, training for ministry. So, yeah. Th- I guess that was probably the big decision that came out of it was actually changing my course of study to yeah. finish arts, not to finish the law degree. And that was a big deal for me. Although once it finally happened, it didn't feel that big. Because mm. I was like, well, there's a reason for this. I want to serve Jesus. Not that I think you can't serve Jesus and study law or be a lawyer, but I thought, actually, it seems like this is the sort of career that demands a lot of you, and I don't think I can give this what it needs and also following Jesus what it needs. That's and not me. So, Like Tony Nichols, does he, do you feel like you've come back to this verse again and again? Yeah, I do. Like when I think about decisions like that or, yeah, my identity in Christ, then... I guess that is something that I come back to to think about giving up myself, I suppose, and why, like that Jesus died for me and gave himself for me so I can give up things for him in a sense, like I can give up myself to follow him. Yeah. Does that sound right? I don't know. It sounds very Luke 7, which we just did in Hub Groups recently. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, I was just thinking it sounds very like macro Galatians. Oh, I yeah. Galatians yeah. is this thing where... Yeah, I'm not always convinced that that's exactly the right interpretation <laughs> of those particular no, verse in context. No, but like Galatians mm. in general is kind of about like the law is a big yeah. subject in Galatians yeah. and how Paul doesn't want the Galatians kind of going back to the law as this means of righteousness and getting kind of sucked back into that Jewish system. And he mm. really wants to emphasise grace and to show that the the life lived to God is not one lived through the law, but lived mm. through mm. through faith. And he really chucks out the law and dependence on mm. that and his own sense of achievement and success yeah. in that kind of like worldly standing yeah. of legal observation um, that's kind of so important and carries so much status mm. and he just gets rid of it all. Yeah. Um, and wrapped up in that is identity because yeah. that that was your identity, right? Mm. You know, your status as a mm. Jew and then like the way that you lived out the law, like that was, you know, how you were right with God. And, mm. yeah. and like I think that's true for us in our culture, like often our achievements – in a different way, not in a religious way, but like our achievements are part of your identity. You know, your achievements, your work, your success is part of your identity. Yeah, and carries a sense of righteousness that I yeah. am I'm yeah. good. I'm, it I'm vindicates right. you I'm as a worthwhile yeah. person. Yeah, Definitely feel that sometimes as a, like, yeah, I guess sometimes I feel that, that I don't have a career. Like in a sense, I kind of walked away from that and along with other decisions. Um, oh, that she's saying this on Mother's Day, everyone. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a career. Not a career. Four children out there that I keep alive and mm, raise. Yeah. Um, that's right. Pokemon <laughs> TV show is currently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got going. that down, Pat. <laughs> Casting <laughs> cartoons from my phone. <laughs> Mothering tick. People don't do that all the time. Um, yeah, but like I think that's true for our culture that you know we do vindicate ourselves by our achievements and our success. And if you 
yeah, to have your identity in Christ and to let that go is pretty challenging. I actually still find that really hard. Mm. Like, and I think I do, that still comes up for me, don't you think, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. And I'll, you just don't feel as worthwhile as a person in our culture if you so don't tragic. have a, like a successful career or, yeah. Because I just think once we grasp our identity in Jesus, yeah. it is the most richest and the most freeing yeah. thing ever. Mm. Mm. It's just, it frees us from every other mm. lie and every other kind of, yeah. anything else that we want to put our security in that mm. is going to fall apart on yeah. us. Mm. Well, and that's why I know that like all those decisions I made kind of not based on that power verse, but that was summarized in that Um you know, that was the right thing for me because I'm a very proud person and I would always be going back to that pride and that whatever it was that I achieved, I would always be leaning on that because um, that's just what I'm like. And I still have to come back to that and keep reminding myself that no, like... Well, that's the power of the verse, isn't it? The yeah. Like, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. Like, yeah. to actually recognise that yeah. and to to actually own it. Yeah. Like, yep... I don't live any longer. Yeah. It's, it's not me and my life and my achievements and yeah. my success that I'm pursuing. And in fact, to do that would be to lose my life mm. because I would be yeah. relying on myself. And instead, that self-focused, self-oriented yeah. me has to die. Yeah. And it, it died on the cross with Christ. Yeah. And now my life is lived for him. And I'll definitely say that that time at uni was the beginning of that journey. Like, mm. I'm not all over that. You know, like yeah. my heart, like I recognize that and, you know, God changes me, but I still come back to that and have to kind of keep being changed by that truth over the course of my life. And that was a and little while ago now, but that is <laughs> more than five years. That's the gospel. <laughs> yeah, but that's know? the gospel. That and that's the Christian life. Yeah. That's yeah. the day by day, like, you know, because yeah. it's Luke 9 that we look at in Hub, not Luke 7. All right. <laughs> Main brain break this week where it, Jesus says, if anyone um, would follow me. Uh, he must uh, take up his cross. What does it say? If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Yeah. And that's that's very echoing of mm. your Galatians verse. Yeah, that's verse. true. Yeah. Mm. Actually. About that. Um, mm. yeah. yeah. Crucified. I've been crucified with Christ is... Yeah, like taking up your cross I really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Paul saying the thing. That yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. so true. I guess that's where he got it from. Indeed, he probably yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing your power verse Thanks with us, for Liana. Mm. That was really interesting. Not only just mm. to hear about how the vo- verse has changed you, but um, yeah, the whole backstory of like identifying um, mm. how God has made you to be and then how God has changed you through mm. Jesus. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening. And um, I'll look forward to hearing someone else's More power, power verse verses. another time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can come up with another one. Yeah. This means that the uh, requests for topics have dried up and now we're trying to think of things ourselves. No, this is good. That was <laughs> great. Oh, no, this is excellent. Yep. And we need <laughs> someone to come up with a logo for the Powerverse Ministries. <laughs> <laughs> to go <laughs> along with the yeah. <laughs> Jeff, do you have a home hack uh, for us? I do. Um, so, because our car battery died um, <laughs> the other day and we couldn't... <laughs> be on time to my granddad's 100th birthday party. Sorry, oh, can we just take oh, one minute? So your whole family granddad. was going to gather and walk past the where he lived. In a socially, dis- a socially yeah, 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 distant appropriate way. way. Yeah. And you just kind of 
we're like the tail end. Yeah, we made it just as everyone else was Well, leaving, luckily was there were some people still mingling around, not mingling, okay. but like spread out on the verge having yelled conversations when we got there. So <laughs> <laughs> they all got to poke fun at us as we arrived. all at the same time. <laughs> mm. It was okay. I was actually really thankful it wasn't an actual party. Yes, I think I would have felt awkward. extremely stressed uh, if it was like an actual event that we were missing. Yeah. But yeah, Granda just popped out on the balcony again to say hi to us. That's lovely. And also, can we just pause to shout out Granda Jim, who turned 100. That's amazing. Turned 100 and been following Jesus for how many years? All of them. <laughs> yeah. All the years. Yeah. Yeah. Still loves going to church. I wonder what his power is. He hasn't is. missed can church until ask? coronavirus. Yeah. Can you... <gasps> Can you ask him what his power verse is? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also, has he been watching you at church? Doubt it. Uh, no. Oh. I don't think he's don't think he's that techno. Oh, shame. <laughs> he's 100. He's 100. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we called out the ROC, where ROC members always have been, and they came out and fixed it. <laughs> is this it. a sponsored ad? No. Oh, yeah. If, <laughs> if ROC want to sponsor classes at home, they can. Um, I need an ROC membership, <laughs> so they can give me one. But long ago, I worked out that... You don't have to service your car at home. Don't do it. Just pay someone to do it because <laughs> it's way easier. And it's like they train people in how you to don't do it. You don't mess it's it like up. they're people who are experts. You don't get messy. It's expensive. Who cares? <laughs> Just get someone else to do it. This is what money is for. Outsourcing people. <laughs> Outsourcing. Exchange money for goods and services rendered. Uh. And so my home hack is if there are things in your life that are you are bad at and don't like doing, and other people can Share do f- for money. For a reasonable sum. Pay, f- pay for that service. <laughs> 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 That's fine. So uh, REC is a case in point. Uh, uh, did we just pay the money <laughs> and just use it. They come and, and, they come and, and fix it. And I have a chat with the guy. And I'm like, that was worth it. <laughs> and your manliness Thanks, stayed mate. intact. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what about that time yeah. when we went and did a blood donation <laughs> and you were feeling so woozy? <laughs> And then afterwards, we got out to the car and the tire was flat. <laughs> you talked about this I recently. I told this story at you. Oh, just did you? Last yeah. Like I won't kitten. repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a real manliness challenge. Yeah. So all my home hacks so far have been just embrace things <laughs> that aren't very manly. Uh, maybe that's revealing something about me. That's my home hack. I think that that's reveals fine. that your identity is in Jesus. That's mm. right. Mm-hmm. I think our f- our farewell verse actually should be your verse, Leon. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll Let's read, read it out. the power verse one more time. Okay. Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Fantastic. Amen. Till we meet again. Amen.